folks, Sean here. And in this episode, what I want to talk to you about is why people shouldn't be panicking as much as they are about new technologies like artificial intelligence. Now, the reason why I know this is because based on the experience that I have and the length of my career, especially since it's predominantly been in information technology and software the entire time, I've seen countless technologies come and go. And I've seen the cycle that is new technology is shared or comes out. People think that it's going to be something rather magical and that it's going to change everything overnight. And then inevitably, it usually takes at least years for that technology to figure out how it's going to fit into all of the different organizations that have been leveraging technology like that. Now, what I will say is that over time, that adoption curve of new technology has accelerated, but I wouldn't say it's accelerated exponentially because despite the fact that new technology like AI comes out from time to time and we have these leap forwards in progress, if you call them, the adoption curve is still what is typically the biggest bottleneck when it comes to these technologies kind of finding their place in the world. What I mean by that is if you think about the business application for these technologies, in the end, it's people who have to decide where and how they fit into the bigger picture. And because, especially at larger organizations, and the larger the organization, typically the slower the adoption curve when it comes to new technology, like artificial intelligence, for example, that is not necessarily something that can really be sped up all that quickly. So for those of us out there that are relatively new to artificial intelligence. And I've been diving pretty deep into this world ever since it came out late last year. And when I say came out, I say, I mean, largely become popularized. When ChatGPT from OpenAI was first on the scene, it made a big splash and it has been kind of making waves ever since that sort of fizzled maybe a little bit, but there's also been a lot of other developments in design world and more creative options and people figuring out how to use the artificial components into creating different experiences through software as well also. But the worry hasn't necessarily gone down all that much. And new stories seem to come out every day about how AI is changing everything, right? Now, some of the change has happened and that change is going to continue. So I'm not seeing it going away anytime soon. But what I am telling you is that you have time to respond. You have time to figure it out. You have time to learn it. And that's really the best response you should have when it comes to new technology like that, regardless of what it is. But what I want to provide you with is the support and the reassurance that despite the fact that this has happened time and time again, it's going to take time for it to find its place in the world. Meaning that the daily lives of most folks shouldn't change dramatically all of a sudden. And it usually doesn't, even when new technology like this comes out and has in the past. And I've lived through a lot of those different life cycles. They make a big splash, but then they kind of settle a little bit. And that's happening right now with AI. Now, it's still important, though, for you to invest the time and energy to figure it out, understand it, and most importantly, focus in an area where it can help you. Now, I speak a lot to founders and entrepreneurs like myself who are building different types of software applications and trying to bring those to market in different spaces like B2C, B2B. I talk a lot about B2B because a lot of the software I build is for businesses and I do that for various reasons. But what you really should be doing is thinking of AI just as a tool as any other, right? Especially in the various other examples that we could talk about all day. 
when technology has made a form of a leap forward in progress, but still to think of it like a tool, as in there's a right and a wrong way to use it. And in order to figure out whether or not you're using it in the way that it was designed really begins with figuring out what it is, how you use it, what it can do for you, right? Because you can use even simple tools wrong. You can use a hammer wrong, right? If you're not using it in the way in which it was designed, you're probably not going to have the best experience. You're not going to get the kind of results that you're looking for. So don't, the panic I understand and, and the worry as well, but what I'm here to tell you is that it's going to take time for it to, to figure out its place in the world, which gives you the time to figure out what it is, how to use it, and how it can help. Now, I think from a consumer perspective, figuring out how these tools can help you, there's a lot of applications there. So think about it from the perspective of what it is you're trying to do, the progress you're trying to make, even if you aren't a business owner, if you simply work at a larger organization, what is your policy towards leveraging tools like these, and how can it help you make greater progress than what it was you were doing before these tools became available. I think that's the approach to take at the moment. And then for the software entrepreneurs like me out there, figure out how these tools make what we were trying to do previously that much easier, faster, more effective. That's really been the motivation on my end in terms of the software products that I've been bringing to market just this year, largely based on these AI technologies. And I've done a lot of marketing automation. I've shipped tools in podcasting, video production, I'm working on a content creation uh, AI tool now. So there's a lot of ways to be able to make significantly more progress and a lot less time because of what these tools can do. And what I'm here to tell you is that you can do the same in building your own tools. And I also do breakdowns of various software products that are out there on the market, the vast majority of which are now leveraging AI. So if you want to see some examples of those, check out my YouTube channel to find a bunch of different examples of me breaking them down into their components, into what they can do, and might inspire you to basically build whatever it is you may be interested in building for the people that you want to help in the target market in which you want to do business, powered by what AI can do by helping you make more progress in less time. So the key and really the takeaway from this episode is not to panic, you have time to learn it and to figure out how it fits into the bigger picture for the progress that it is you are trying to make, whether you are working at a larger organization or you're an entrepreneur and you want to continue to build or bring software products to market. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.